Prince of Peace, Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God. What's the other one? Mighty God, Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, Everlasting. How can Jesus be our Father? Mystic mysteries, you know, figure that one out. Well, maybe Jesus Christ is God and he's just trying to save you and he's using a family analogy to relate to your human fallen condition. You ever think about that? <laughs> the divine loves you so much that he'll even humble himself to speak at your language and your level of understanding. And it's astonishing. It is so astonishing. It makes me want to get dumber daily. It makes me want to get stupid so that kindergartners can enter the kingdom of heaven ahead of these professional clergy. <laughs> oh, this Nicolaitan church. Who's the pastor? Separation of pastor and congregation. Are you still guys involved in that? The Apostle is the greatest servant of all. The Apostle is a love slave in chains to you. Everybody, normal people. Normal people, Jesus. Man, these people are messed up. <laughs> Holy Ghost. It's funny. They try to cast a spell on me, but... You can't cast a spell on the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. It'll just bounce off of me, back on you. I'm rubber, and you're glue. Thank you, Jesus. Oh my God. Bunch of demon-possessed idiots. Father, forgive all these dog-brained demons. Surely this is the days of Noah. And if it's not for you, if you're not a dog-brained idiot, don't take it personally. I'm sure some of you actually are the beloved and have the mind of Christ and walk with the Father in the coolness of the day. But you understand what I have to deal with every day. I deal with the temple of the dog. I don't deal just with temples of the Holy Spirit. Most of the people, I, they go crazy on me every day in private messages and emails and just the craziest stuff you could ever imagine that I see and hear and have to deal with. I tell you guys about it every day because I'm shocked by it, that how bad the situation is on earth. You know, it's not just about getting born again and saved and having fire insurance, it's about cleaning up this earth, cleaning up the nations, cleaning up hearts and skulls, which are stones. Most people's skulls are completely and totally filled with Lucifer and they think Lucifer is Jesus Christ. Most Christians, out of religious ignorance, serve Lucifer. Jesus is a life-giving spirit. Jesus is joy, the joy of the Lord. Rejoice always, and again I say rejoice. Here's the cup of joy. It's called the New Covenant. It'll get you through all the hell you have to go through in this satanic fallen world in this Illuminati-controlled Western civilization. 
Big time. And by Illuminati, I just mean the illuminated ones on the top of the pyramid on your $1 bill that partnered with fallen angels, you know, decades ago, centuries ago, families, Illuminati families. You know, there's many families. There's four million Illuminati families in the world right now. Four million. Because it's everyone whose family willingly gives all of their heart and soul for the development of sorcery in the world. I mean, it's not a small Illuminati, it's a big Illuminati, and it's on all seven mountains of the Hora Babylon, and her brain is filled with the seven-headed beast. And the Illuminati's religion in the USA is Christianity, and they're playing you against Islam. They're playing you against Islam. You have Islamic dog brains, and you have Christian dog brains, but you're all flesh and blood. Why would you not love one another as I have loved you? Who is causing you to hate people of other religions? Only Satan does that. Jesus Christ would have you lay your life down and serve Muslims. And serve Mexicans. And I'm not talking about, you know, open borders or anything like that. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about basic common sense, Jesus Christ possession of our hearts and minds, and how to walk it out in the earth in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's called Christianity, the New Covenant. Satan always tries to bait you to judge someone else. It's called specks and planks. Have you ever read the parable of the specks and the planks? And since every human being on earth is a sinner, Satan plays planks against specks. And if you're born again, you are the biggest culprit of planks because you're full of the truth. But you don't serve others' grace. You condemn them for rejecting the truth. If you were to love unconditionally as God loved you, you would transform the USA in one day with your love. But it's Satan and his angels still that have you judging people outside your little clique, outside your little tribe, your little family, your little state. You know, there's 50 states here on purpose. You know? And it's not necessarily a good thing. We can turn it into a good thing. But trust me, Satan's whole tactic here is to divide and conquer. And he does that by breaking you up into rich neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods, black neighborhoods, Italian neighborhoods, Mexican neighborhoods. He segregates, he isolates, and then he plays the race card and makes you hate one another. You're this denomination against that denomination. Pentecostal church fighting Pentecostal church. And then, you know, we're, we're the mighty glory stream. Oh, we're the signs and wonders stream of Christianity. We've really reached the top. And we're still selling MP3s and copywriting our music and you know selling movies to people lower on the mountain and we're still the horror Babylon. And it just makes me sick every day looking at it. We have so far to go in Jesus Christ perfection here. We're literally in darkness as a Christianity. We're literally in darkness.
We're not in light, we're in darkness. And the light is coming so bright through eight that all the animals which have the mark of the beast, which still have an ego that haven't been sacrificed and slain in their skulls with the skull of the king of righteousness, all these animals, which are human beings with the mark of a beast, will come to Noah's Ark. I know there will be eight sons of God manifest full spiritual stature in the USA, as it was in the days of Noah. And I'm not sure about it being just the USA, it might be the whole world, but I'm certain there will be eight. And then all the animals will come to the eight, and they'll listen to the eight. Noah was a preacher of righteousness, the Bible says. And how many of y'all know that when you hear the preaching of righteousness of Zion and the seven thunders of God the Father's voice, that animal, that mark of the beast, dies. The animal dies. The beast dies. Satan in your ego dies. Your ego is the mark of the beast. It's that simple. It's that basic stuff, but it's true. It's just very costly, and it's very spiritual, and kind of mystical. It really is. This is a mystical place. This is a spiritual place because God's a spirit and God created this place. By His Word, He framed the worlds. Plural. By His Word, He framed the worlds. The Word of God. It's a very mystical place because God is a spirit, which makes Him a mystic. (laughs) He's not even physically here in this dimension except by His Spirit. That's kind of mystical, isn't it? It is an unraveling mystery. The Gospel of God. And the apostles in this generation, and the sons of God, and the kings of God, and the prophets of God, especially the prophets of God, are unraveling this amazing mystery. The mystery of Jesus Christ. And it is the most glorious mystery, and it's so fun going deeper down the rabbit hole every day that it makes you question everything you've ever experienced in your memory. It makes you question the matrix. It makes you question your existence. What are you here for? What is the purpose and the meaning of life? And you should question everything in the natural dimension, because the natural dimension is the prison of Satan and his angels upon your souls. And he uses sorcery, which is satanic starlight, to keep your consciousness in the physical dimension so that you're not spiritual and are set free out of the matrix and live from Zion, where I live right now, and where I'm seated with Christ's heavenly places teaching you right now. Witchcraft is the substance that keeps you carnally minded are locked in the natural dimension. There's nobody that's natural. You know, we talk about, we see Southern Baptists or some evangelical free people that will come by here and there, come through our ministries, and it's always funny. It's like looking at an animal you've never seen before, like an endangered species, because we're really deep in the spirit. I mean, this is the deep waters, and I tell you no lie. This is like Jacques Cousteau in the Sapphire Sea, and I'm not lying to you, we go deeper daily, and we are very, very deep in the Sapphire Sea. And so when people aren't even underwater yet, you know, and like barely touching their toes, trying to get ankle deep in Ezekiel 47, reality of the river of life, you see 
that it's actually the witchcraft on them that locks them in the natural dimension. They're full of the darkness of Satan. Light is the living waters. Darkness is actually the presence of witchcraft. An unbeliever is filled with the substance of angel Lucifer. So when a person that's not spiritual is around you, they're spiritual. They're just spiritual in the substance of Satan and his angels whose stars fell from heaven. An animalistic, tribal human being is spiritual in the demonic sense. Everyone on earth is 100% spiritual. It's just not the Holy Spirit. There's a hundred million spirits here in Babylon, and every single one of them is a different god. Some people's god is food. Some people's god is all these different demons that pretend to be gods. And A lot of people serve demons and like serving demons. What are you going to do? Are you going to yell at them? All of our enemies are dead. Hello? I don't fight life, I fight death. And since all of Satan's army is already dead, you have to be stronger than death to even begin fighting and winning and being victorious against even the weakest member of Satan's army. But unless you're in the resurrection life, you can't even win against the weakest member of Satan's army of the dead, which is an army of witchcraft-filled Christians. According to the Final Quest chapter 1, at least. And that's been my experience in 12 years of full-time ministry. I get around Muslims, we're shaking hands and laughing together. I'm like, I don't see it in, the, in reality. I don't see it. I think that's an Illuminati propaganda to get the Christians to hate people. I hate Mexicans, hate Muslims. As long as the Christians, the slave race of the American Illuminati, are hating others, they can be controlled because they're sinning against others. And we keep them down like the Israelites building bricks, you know. And we got the one percenters, the billionaire class on the top of the mountains of the USA, keeping the Christians sinning. Ultimately, keeping them sinning against each other so they never rise and flip off these one percent Illuminati scum, the billionaire class elites, the Bilderberg group, and all of those types of people off up the top of the mountains and from taking our promised land, which is inheriting the whole earth and the whole heavens and all the air and all the stars, which is an infinite treasury of the heavens, the Bible says. So the temptations for all Americans is to hate and to judge and to be critical and to be legalistic. All the things Satan is as an angel, he tempts you with and then justifies it with New Testament scripture every day. I've been watching it for years. Don't listen to that garbage. You must love one another unconditionally. Agape. I had a tattoo. It was my first tattoo 15 years ago. Agape. You must love unconditionally. Now that love can be like thunder. When God loves in the Bible, it's like people died. They fainted, they passed out. Jesus said, I am. And the whole company of soldiers was slain in the spirit. That's some powerful love. That's the love of agape. That's the love of seven blazing torches through your hearts and minds. Look out. 
Agape is power. Agape is dominion and might. Agape is the rulership of the kingdom of heaven through all flesh and blood on earth. Agape ain't human. (laughs) Agape is supernatural divine. And you can only walk in agape by grace. It's a gift of his flesh and blood. No human being is capable of loving. You say you love, but you don't. Get around someone different and you, you'll be annoyed. You'll be so irritated. We'll see if you really love. They're, we call them fruit testers. We'll see how much love is growing on your soul tree. Test the fruit. <laughs> you'll know them by their fruit. You, you get a person different. You get them around the ghetto. You get them around different cultures. You get them around 145 nations in Minneapolis. And let's see what irritates you. You know? And once you're completely irritated, like John the Baptist's irritation that was constant by by his inside-out camel hairs that he wore, so he was always irritated by the natural rum to be focused on the spirit rum, the most righteous man of the Old Covenant, John the Baptist. And righteous means spiritual. That's what righteousness is, spirituality of the Holy Ghost. John the Baptist was the most spiritual man of the entire Old Covenant, according to Jesus Christ. But the least in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist, it is written. Because you start out with a river of living water. (laughs) And it's not an outside job, it's an inside job. I tell you the truth. Witchcraft has kept you God outside-minded. The way of the Lord is not out there. It's not in nature. It's not in witchcraft. The way of the Lord is through your heart and through your mind, shining ever brighter to the full dawn of day of the rise of the morning star, the throne of grace in your heart. It rises in your heart by faith and obedience to not Jesus out there. Uh -uh, You're serving Lucifer when you're God outside-minded. That's witchcraft. Jesus in here. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're a temple of the Spirit of Jesus. Jesus is present with us now, 100% by His Spirit. Where is His Spirit? In our hearts when we believe it is written. And how does the Spirit grow? By faith and obedience to Christ in our hearts. And the throne of God rises up and rests right here on our forehead. And that's the removal of the mark of the beast from inside everyone that obeys and believes God. And you will have Jesus Christ blazing in full spiritual stature through your minds in total agape selflessness. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. Pray about becoming Promised Land partners. Every time you give, you magnify this ministry. Let's magnify this ministry a thousand times greater because... We're anointed to transfigure souls. This ministry does so much work in the nations. Please, so, I want to grow out of this broadcasting studio into a nice broadcasting studio. You got to understand, I live in an area where there's drug dealing and I've poured grace on them every day. I do ministry every day in the hood. But your donations help us grow out of the hood, out of this crack house, into better facilities. And better broadcasting means. And just help us get on TV. Help us boost our posts through the nations. We do boosts all the time. Last year, almost $20,000. We boosted reaching 75 million people in 195 nations on Facebook. 
So that's what your donations go to, just taking over all of civilization with Zion through flesh and blood in the natural realm. Money works in the flesh and blood realm. Jesus had a treasurer and used his money in the flesh and blood realm. It says in scripture that he had many people partnering with him and giving him finances for his ministry. That's in the book of Luke. We just need partners to finance this ministry, grow this ministry through the natural dimension because most people have never even heard this message before. Almost all Christians in the USA. Help us in the great harvest when you donate at breadletterman.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.